Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Recording. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hey, it's me, Steve Agee, and you're about to listen to another episode of Uh. I got to change the name of this podcast. <laughs> I really, I, I just started recording the intro for this podcast and all right, I'm getting away from myself. Um, this is another flashback episode with my friend Maria Thayer. Uh, we recorded this episode probably uh, it's close to two years ago. Oh my God. And um, you may know Maria from... Uh, the Chris Elliott Adult Swim show Eagleheart. Or if you're older like me, you might know Maria from a little show called Strangers with Candy, um, which is one of my all-time favorite shows. And Maria is awesome. I don't remember one single thing we talk about in this episode because <laughs> it was two years ago. And I've been busy lately. And uh, Dustin emailed me and was like, which one, should, what should we put up? Let's put up a flashback episode so we can get, at least get something up. And I was like, I don't remember what I have left. And he's like, Maria Thayer. And I'm like, oh, my God, we should have put her up sooner because she's awesome. Um, so here it is, Maria Thayer. And remember, if you're going to go buy something on, on Amazon, why don't you click the little link on my uh, page, on my uh, Feral Audio page. Or anywhere on the feral audio uh, system and go buy buy your shit on Amazon and uh, we'll get a little kickback and it won't cost you a dime or even a penny or, or any division thereof. So fucking do it if you're going to go to Amazon. I know a lot of people do that. A lot of people buy stuff on Amazon because they're too lazy to go to the store. All right. This is Maria Thayer. Thanks for listening, everybody. I love you. I think that's yeah. I only have a few good stories, so no. um, (laughs) How how, how, we're recording this? Yeah, that's good. You don't need it. I'm really bummed I wasn't recording when you first got. I'm here. uh, Welcome to Steve Agee. Uh, I'm here with the star of Eagle Heart and Strangers with Candy, uh, Maria Thayer. Hello, Maria. Hello. I'm so bummed I wasn't recording when you walked in. I scared the shit out of her when she was walking up to my house. She walked past my office window and I just I just said, Hey yeah, and she a- jumped a mile up into the sky <laughs> and then um and then my chair I I hit something on my chair, like one of the uh the releases on my chair to like let it lay back and my chair almost fell over and that scared her as well. <laughs> and I've been telling stories about being scared to death and I should have been rolling because we'll, I, we can just repeat it. Repeat, but, re- repeat the conversation. No. Well, what, what is your reaction? Your reaction when someone scares you really bad well, is I was saying that I'm not really scared of like, I'm when somebody, I'm not really scared of 
real things. Like I'm, I'm, I'm scared of ghosts and people like startling me. And when but you I, don't, and you don't believe in ghosts. But you're I don't scared believe in of ghosts. Them. But I'm, I'm frequently wrong about things. So yeah. I feel like if I was to see a, you know. The thought, the, the thought of feeling, the, the, the possible that I'm wrong about yeah. that, it's it's it, it scares me. And if I could, if I saw yeah a ghost, I would really, it's really it would ruin you. Yeah, it would ruin me. But so what that. happens when someone so, scares the shit out of you? So I, uh, when I was a kid, when I was like, when I was a kid, my mom came out of this is the first time I remember being really scared. <laughs> is my mom came up from the basement and she didn't have a mask on or anything. She was just my mom in regular mom clothes and in regular mom clothes. And she was came up the stairs and she went boogeyman, boogeyman, <laughs> and and. I immediately collapsed on the floor <laughs> and started crying. Of course. And so your mom scared you. <laughs> you she fell on think, the floor. She didn't think that I. I mean, I felt the most. I was scared that I. I'd always had this in the back of my mind that oh my god, my response to danger. Like I'll never. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna stay alive because if anyone ever tries to attack me, I won't even. I won't. I won't even fight back. I won't run. I'll just fall down. It's not even fight or flight. It's fight, flight, or fall on the ground. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't pass out. You just fall down. I just fall down and, cur- and like curl up. No, into I don't even a curl that. I just fall down. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately, I just immediately accept my fate. That my yeah. in that case, that my mother was going had turned into the boogeyman. Yeah, and was going to kill me. Or something. I didn't know about death at that point, but I just knew that was the end. <laughs> Did you see her coming, or you just heard her going boogie? No, man. I saw her. It was there was nothing. I it was my. Here it was. There was nothing yeah. mysterious about it. It yeah. was just my mom, in sort of a scary voice, but she was just trying to be funny, oh and <laughs> and then when I was in high school. The next time that I was somebody did something like this to me, I was in, I was at a party, and then uh, it was uh, the house that I was at was at uh, like on the side of their backyard was these woods, and I went out with my friend of these woods, <laughs> just to like you know I don't know we were just walking around the woods, and and, sure. and somebody jumped up and scared me, and I did the same thing. I couldn't. Believe, I did the same thing, and I not only like fell on the ground, I pulled my friend down. <laughs> So sh- I guess I don't know. You dragged her down I with you. I dragged her down. That's that's crazy because I have a similar story. Uh, I was in. Uh, I went to school for a year up in uh, the Napa Valley, and I, I used to rock climb and, and mountain bike a lot mm-hmm. in college. And uh, there was one place that me and one of my friends would go rock climb, and it was out near where the Zodiac Killer had like. I don't know if you saw the uh, the, the David Fincher movie yeah. Zodiac, but there's okay. a there's one scene where he attacks a couple out by this lake. Oh, that is my biggest fear. One lake, of my biggest fears. That's Lake camping. Berryessa, oh. and that was where we were rock climbing. Oh, and so and this was years after the Zodiac killer, but you know the fact that they never caught him that was always a big thing with us at school. Is like. Don't let the Zodiac Killer get you. And so there was this one place we would go rock climbing near Lake Berryessa, but you would have to park your car off the highway and then hike like three miles. And so uh, one day my friend uh, Rob and I went rock climbing and it was fine. And then we were hiking back and the sun was setting. So it was kind of, it was getting dark and it was really thick woods. Uh-huh. And uh, as we're walking, I just heard something running through the woods oh. towards us and my first fucking instinct my friend Rob was about two feet in front of me walking ahead of me I hear something just running from behind me towards us uh-huh. like really fast my instinct was to grab him by the back of the fucking shirt collar <laughs> and throw him to the ground and run I fucking I fucking Wait. Offered up my friend basically as a human shield, and I ran away. Like he and he didn't even hear it coming. I just grab him by the neck, drag him down to the ground, and start running. And and then uh, I fucking just start. I didn't even feel bad. I didn't think about it. I was just running. I just wanted to get to the car. And then I look back, like as I'm running, and it was like some woman was out walking her dog, and it was just like a. 
a you know a golden retriever that was really <laughs> hyper running after us and it was like jumping and licking my friend and <laughs> so sweet and my friend was laughing but then we got in the car and he was just like dude i can't fucking believe that that's what you did like when you were scared as you threw me to the ground to get away cuz you think that you're in your mind you think like yeah. i had fantasies of like oh if i'm at a bank robbery yeah and everyone is like i'm going to be the one yeah. that's like listen you know i'm the one who's going to stand up and yeah. be like take me yeah but i i'll probably be the one that is you're the coward yeah you're the one that as soon as someone Nobody move. Put your and before they can even get the sentence out, you're like collapsed on the floor, like you don't have any bones in your body. Yeah. And they're like, "Get up and go stand in the sit in the corner with all the other hostages." And you're like, "I can't move. Don't. I can't get." It's horrible. That's crazy. I am. I am no better than oh, you. Oh, God. Someone, some terrible creep is going to listen to this podcast and going to be outside of my house knowing that all they have to do is say my name in a deep voice and I will fall over. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I had a roommate. I told you this, but I had a roommate, Chris, uh, before I lived in... Well, was, I, I lived in an apartment before this house that I'm in now, and uh, <laughs> the first two years I was at that apartment, I had this roommate, Chris Tallman, who uh, hated to be scared. And one of my favorite things to do when he would come home from shows at like Improv Olympic at like one o'clock in the morning, as soon as I heard his keys outside the door, I would like turn off the TV and all the lights, and I would just go hide in a closet. And then he would come in, like, you know, with his mcdonald's or del taco and sit on the couch turn on the tv and i would sit in the closet for 20 minutes just letting him calm down and just kind of get into the flow of being at home and he'd be watching tv with the volume down because he thought i was sleeping in the other room and then i would kick the door open as hard as i could and just go and jump out and he would fucking yell and just like god damn it what is fucking wrong with you why do you fucking do this and I was like cause of this cause of this reaction you're giving me and it, there were a few times I set up a video camera and taped it and like oh, he fucking hated that so much <laughs> did he ever try to get you back did he ever try to no it's not scare easily do you he, scare easily I do scare easily and he never once tried to get me back which I cannot believe wow look at the volume just peaked so hard when I yelled oh well do we have separate volumes are you the one that we have separate but I'm, I mean I guess I'm not I am not good with a microphone Every the volume sounds okay okay good um, but yeah but I yelled in it both mics picking up I don't <laughs> give a shit um, so you're from Oregon. I am. I'm from Oregon. Boring Oregon. Boring Oregon. Also a creepy place. That's near Portland, though, it's right? Not, it's near Portland. Yeah. I'm a rich. I'm, I was only. I lived there for five years of my, my the beginning five years of my life. So when people say, so you don't really home, remember it? No, I totally remember it. It was. It, um, we had a. Um, we had a bee farm there. Really? Uh, yeah, we had a honey bee farm where we made. My, we made uh, all these different kinds of honey. I, I don't like we. I don't even know. Uh, uh, we, we had like raspberry honey. It was how it wasn't flavored. It was the bees would pollinate different um, oh, plants. Flowers, I don't know yeah. how they would tell. I guess they just put the the bees in a field of raspberries. Yeah. And put the bees in a field of clover and put the bees bees in a field of blackberries and then they, those. Bees but it didn't make. taste like yeah. It would taste like those really. Things. Yeah, it would have like hints of those. I've never heard of that. I've never seen flavored honey. I don't think I've. I haven't. I mean, I've been out of the honey business for a while. <laughs> Since you were five, I got out. Wait, where did you move from Oregon? Well, that. And did they keep doing bees? Well, my my fam. We moved. We got. My mom was deathly allergic to bees during this time. That's what I was going to ask is if anyone was allergic to bees. My mother was deathly allergic. So, so like she couldn't go outside. She like she, I mean she would go outside but it'd always be in a sheet, you know, and she'd always uh, have one of those EpiPens, those, you know. Yeah. So I remember like, you know, you remember all the traumatic stuff, the things times that you were like you were scared, boogeyman, and like I remember also her getting shot uh, shot uh, <laughs> uh, stung. 
<laughs> Did you fall to the ground when she got shot? <laughs> Um, uh, and, uh, um, and her coming in with the EpiPen and, and giving herself a, 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 a shot. Yeah. Um, but that we, we got, I guess, I mean, I don't remember this, but we, I guess we got a bad shipment of bees that would just, that people, that my family just all from now on has called a guy named Fred sold them to us and they're called Fred's Meanies and they wouldn't make honey. Fred's Meanies. They would just fly out of, they would just, they would just fly out of the hive and attack you. Were they killer bees? Uh, That's a good question that I would, should have asked my family, but I never did. So we would, so, I mean, it sounds like they, they're at least murderous. They had murderous rage. They weren't good bees. They weren't good bees. They're not well behaved. Did, and was that how your family made a living was selling, like, can you, I've always wondered, like, how people... You can actually do that. Well, we went bankrupt, so... Oh, really? And that's why... (laughs) Is that why you left Boring, Oregon? Yeah. So, and then my... And then we went to Seattle. Yeah. Then Montana. Yeah. Where in Montana? Billings, Montana. This little town outside of Billings is called Rygate, Montana, which was, like, a tiny little... Like, when you... I have family that still lives there, and you when you write a letter to Rygate, it's just... You just say... My aunt's name in Reggae, Montana. You don't Holy there's no shit. streets or names. I think yeah. there are street names, but nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. Um, um and then we moved to Georgia and Minnesota, Cal- California for a second, a lot of different places. Where did you spend most of your high school years? Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. Near the I, Twin Cities? Yeah, a place called Apple Valley. Right. It's real like there's a little apple tree in every backyard. It's real Nobody's allergic to apples in your family. What? No, <laughs> it is crazy. I mean, my it's cra- it's crazy that my I always wonder because my parents got divorced, you know, mm. after that, and I always wonder like when do they buy that? Like what? Yeah. What crazy thing was going through my dad's mind to buy that buy that 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 bee farm? That's amazing. I I lived in Oregon for. A year, I lived in a town called Ashland, Oregon, oh, yeah. which is where they have the Shakespeare yeah. Festival. They have all Shakespeare-themed uh, restaurants and stuff, right? Yeah, the whole town. It's really small. It's a very small town, and it's like the first town you come to when you cross the border into Oregon from California. Uh-huh. And um, I had been... I, I mean, I grew up in Southern California, but I was taking classes at the Groundlings, and I remember there was like a year wait between the 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 last two classes and my girlfriend at the time and I were both waiting and we're like let's just fucking go somewhere for a year while we wait and so we ended up in Ashland and uh, it was awesome I love Oregon so much and there's a great uh, comedy festival there uh, you know the Bridgetown Comedy Festival Festival in Portland which is next month which I'm not performing at because I wasn't asked but I'm not bitter um (laughs) But yeah, Oregon's fucking amazing. Yeah. But you haven't been there since you were a little kid. No, I've got my my brother uh, went to my brother was there for a while, so I would go visit him. And it's it's weird because I'm I'm I never know what to say when people say where are you from, and I always like weirdly t- tailor make it to them. Like if they're from the south, I'm like, well, I used to live in Georgia. You did? Oh, did I meant did I not did I not I did I maybe not you mention did. Georgia? I maybe missed Georgia, but or or you know I'll, if they're from. Somewhere in the West, I'll say Portland, or because I also just don't know ever what to say. Right. Um, but when I went back to Oregon, I really felt like that was my place. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's probably my favorite place in the world. It, but so, when did you stop moving around with the family and go out on your own? Like, did you go to college? I went to college. I went to. Uh, Juilliard in um, I thought I was going to be I thought I was going to be Shakespeare yeah. for I thought I was going to play you know Juliet forever and yeah. I've never played Juliet <laughs> um, uh, but I so when I was 17 I went to New York and um, um, and just ha- hated it really I hated New York that was so I loved it I know I that a is year. a normal response it. to New York you, it's great I, I loved it I loved it after actually. This is weird to say, but I loved it after after. After 9/11. you left. No. Oh, after. <laughs> you loved it after nine eleven. 
Those two fucking towers were such an eyesore. I couldn't wait. Fuck. Oh, it was. It just got beautiful. That extra. <laughs> it just felt like I felt like everybody was so like pulled together in that city yeah. so much that I just felt like oh, it's like a small town. It can be yeah. like a. It's not this. No, I know terrible place. I mean. It's pretty cold otherwise, yeah. And so, and then I just kept that. So then I, then, then it became a problem because I had to move out here and then I hated Los Angeles. I was one of those people that just would always complain about Los Angeles. And when did you move to LA? Uh, officially, like eight months ago. Oh, you're very new. Yeah, but I've been here for two years. I just, I just kept... I just Couch kept, surfing? <laughs> yeah, basically. And what brought you to LA? Um, I, uh, I just needed, a, I just needed a change yeah. and I, um, I just needed a change. So I, so I came out here, but I couldn't quite, quite, um, I couldn't commit to it. And all my stuff was all was back and I still have my, par- my apartment. Um, I have an apartment in New York that I have sublet for about eight years. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. To the same person? No, to different people, and my um, um, I haven't lived there, but I, I, but it's like I always mm-hmm. I always keep it because I think I'll come back to New York at some point, which I never will. So if you like, say but, you went to New York to shoot something for mm-hmm. like, so you booked a guest star on like, uh, and you know one of those New York shows, and you went back, you wouldn't stay at your old apartment, right? Because no. somebody's living there. No, and it's is pretty, it a stranger living there? It's some. It's sometimes. It's usually a stranger. Yeah. Yeah, oh, weird. But this time, this this coming time, it's not a stranger. You, but yeah, it's it's like a, it's I'm an I'm a decent landlord. Yeah. Like, I I feel like I feel like my real talents are like landlording and <laughs> landlording and uh and like coat checking. Like I was a really good coat check girl when I was when I was in New York. Like I was I I was I was exceptional at it. Where did you coat check? These restaurants? Restaurants, yeah. One restaurant, but I was really good. I don't think I've ever been anywhere that required a coat That's checker. That's true. I, no. This was not a fancy place. No, but I mean, like, do they have that in L.A.? I don't think they have coat checkers in L.A. I have had my... I've, I've, there's been a couple times when someone has been like, I'll take your coat. And when someone says, I'll take your coat, they really want you to take your coat. Chipotle doesn't have a, co- a coat <laughs> <That's checker. laughs> Let me take your coat, and then you—they run out the fucking door. <laughs> there was, there was. There, have you worked at restaurants? Did you ever? Yo, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I waited tables. I, I like, I, I mean, I worked in a, a, a few restaurants. That was the one place that I co-checked. But it, I later found out that it was like one of the. It's gone now. It was like a Brazilian restaurant where they just had meat on skewers, and you had like a little thing on your table. Oh, what's it called? Because I think there's one in Burbank. Yeah, there, uh, there, there. If, is it a chain? I don't know. It's like an a upscale chain? chain? It, this one wasn't a chain. What's the... Oh, I, yeah. Oh, fuck. I think I know what you're talking about. It's like you, they, you, it's like an all-you-can-eat, and then they have meat yeah. on skewers, and then you just go in there, and you have like a, a yes or no, like a green-red green, something, like card, and then you just flip it over, and if you... More if it's meat. green, it's just like they just come, and they just give you more meat. <sighs> it's really... That's awesome. <laughs> Um, are you, do you eat meat or are you vegetarian? Uh, I'm, I am the crappiest vegetarian. Yeah. In the whole, like I, you're a fair weathered vegetarian. Oh yeah. If like we were at lunch yeah. and you were like, it was like a share kind of thing and yeah. you were like, let's get the pork belly. I wouldn't even, there wouldn't even be a moment. Be like, okay. be like, I'd be like, okay, let's do that. But I try not to. You cave in when people are like, let's come on, let's yeah. just get barbecue. Well, I sound like a real wimp in this pot. I'm really, I'm no, no. myself. <laughs> I just fall over. If like you anything say, that I believe, I'll just, or self protective, I'll just fall over. You go into a restaurant and they're like, would you like uh, barbecue brisket? And you just fall on the floor <laughs> and drag whoever you're with. You drag the waitress down to the floor with you. You're like, please don't, please don't make me eat this. But I will. All right. Let's not argue. <laughs> My my family is real. Like they're all, they're most of my family's in Montana, and they're all like real. Uh, they're like hunt. They're like hunters. Like I hunted when I was a kid. And no I, way. You know, shot things and really and yeah. 
and and you know like you my dad like in, in our freezer back home it'd just be venison and like roadkill like my, we would have what like, I've heard have, people that, I've heard of people that do we that. never ate roadkill but my but I, I one time just <laughs> one time just my well my dad ran, ran over a mink and he was he was it's like some sort of like animal that you would put into where was this in Montana. And I think it was a mink. It was something that you make a you make some valuable fur animal. And it was just like I I went in to I go grab a steak, and then I was just like he just threw it wouldn't put me in the bag. I just threw it in the freezer. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> it's insane. It is insane. But so those so my so if I am a veg, like my family when I go home. Like, I'm never a vegetarian. Like, they don't respect it. Like, I don't understand when people were in high school and they're like, oh, my parents just cooked around me. My parents would never do that. They, they like, if I don't eat, if, if I don't eat meat at every meal, they're like, oh, you're not becoming one of those people. Yeah. Well, no, they take advantage of, of your good-hearted nature and, like, well, she's not going to say no, so let's just keep serving steak and... My wimpiness. And roadkill. Let's keep serving mink for dinner and Maria will eat it. I'm going to change after this after this podcast. I'm learning about myself. <laughs> All right, so I want to talk about Strangers with Candy right now because okay. it is my it's honest to god my favorite show in the whole world. It is oh. Since it first came on, it's been my favorite. Like, up until that point, it was uh Three's Company was my favorite show. <laughs> Why can't we be dethroned? Dethroned it like <laughs> with a bullet. It was It's my favorite show and so and looking on IMDb, I don't know how true it is. That's one of your first credits is... Yeah. It is... Yeah. I think it might be... I, I don't... Yeah. It is definitely one of my first credits. Were you in Juilliard when you did that? I was... It was a very... Yeah. I was a very... When I, Amy... The, how I got it was Amy Sedaris saw me in a play at Juilliard where I had no lines. It was it was Whoa. a Moliere play. I had no lines. And I had one scene. And I just... I just... I talked to myself and screamed uh -huh. that was the only thing I did but it was really weird it was like I, I um I was bored during that play so I just made this thing by, made up this weird character yeah and and she uh wrote that part for me and, crazy um, that's amazing and it was it had like a I remember like I we did the first the first you probably know this I, I don't know if the, I mean you probably know the scene but it, not uh, it, this, the scene in the cafeteria, which I think is m maybe my favorite scene that I did in my whole time, and that was my first scene on set where she's the like, baby? With the baby, with the baby, the baby, baby. she sticks her finger in my mouth. Fucking amazing! She, yeah, she, she's like an abusive husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first. That was my first day and first day meeting all those people. Holy and, shit! Um, um, that was your first day meeting them all. Uh, maybe I had met. Stephen Colbert, it's some because like even though they wrote the part for me, I still auditioned for it. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh. Um. So I think I met Stephen in an audition. But did you meet Amy at the play that you did, or no. was you just? This is all stuff she that she. You were just me like, later. what? Someone saw me. Yeah. Do well, this non-speaking role. Yeah, she did a play. Then she did a play with Orlando. This is what happened. I forgot. She did a play with Orlando. The guy who plays Orlando. I think he plays Orlando. His character's name is Orlando. Yeah. In the show, and she told Orlando, "I came to see the play." And Orlando was a friend of mine. She told Orlando, "Oh, that's the girl. That's your friend. I saw her in a play. I wanna." Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. So that was the. Wait. So you were friends with Orlando in I was real life with before the show? I had a crush on Orlando. Oh, this I love hearing this shit. Oh my god, this is incredible. And I, and, and I, I had a crush on Orlando in college, and I'm still friends with Orlando. I sang at his wedding. Like oh. I, I'm still. Tell him I'm a huge fan. Okay. Of that <laughs> He'll be like, who? But it is honest to God, my favorite fucking show. I have a question for you. Yeah. Did you watch it when it was on the air? When it was on, like when we were making it? Because I. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Because I feel like, and maybe I didn't know very many comedians, but I felt like I was, like, no one ever said anything to me. I lived in New York at the time. No one ever said anything. And, like, we were in the third season. No one ever came up to me and said, yeah. I love Strangers with Candy. And then I felt like after we got off the air, then people... I think Love that's it. a uh, I, I think that's a Comedy Central thing because I had the same thing with Sarah's show. Uh -huh. Like every now and then, someone would be like, "Hey, I love your show," and I'd be like, "Oh my god, you watch our sh that's amazing." And but 
Yeah, in fact, that was one of my first um, introductions to Comedy Central because it was, I did it. What year? This is like 96? Nine, oh, 99, I think. That's when we started. That's when you started? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's about when I started getting, when I was working and living by myself and like could finally afford cable TV. And uh-huh. I was like, someone told me about Strangers with Candy and I started about halfway through the first season. I was yeah. like, fuck, man, this is mental. This show is fucking mental. Yeah. Because it's not like... <laughs> Even though it's a narrative show, that each episode is individual. Like it's not. There's not an arc over a season. Yeah. Each episode. There's some episodes where Jerry Blank is loved by everyone in the school, <laughs> and there's episodes where she's the biggest douchebag, and everybody yeah. fucking hates her. Yeah. And it's all. They're all. I guess they modeled the show after after school specials, right? Yes. Yeah, which were and, big in the seventies and eighties. And they and they and they they yeah they had a couple after some questions. I can't remember her name. I wish I did. And then also there's this woman that the Jerry Blank character is based off of. Oh, I'm I didn't sure know with that. a quick Google you could find it out. It's it's it, and there's a video of her <laughs> talking to high school students. Oh my god, I didn't know this. Now I yeah, have to look. That this Paul Danello found before. I mean before and 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 sent it to Amy. Yeah. I mean, I, it was 99, it was probably before YouTube. Yeah, oh, right? definitely before YouTube. So, like, YouTube. They, she, I don't know how he found it, but he found it and sent it to Amy, and then that that's what Jerry Blank, that the character Jerry Blank is based on. Jerry Blank is the most disgusting. <laughs> I know. I, and I can't, <laughs> I can't even, be, like, the, it, I don't even know where to start, but, like, there's an episode I guess it's it might be the last episode of the series where she gets a makeover from uh, Winona, Winona Ryder, who asked to be on the show. Really? Yeah. I, I don't doubt that. If I had known anybody in the cast at that time, I would have been fucking begging to be on that show. Um, but yeah, there's finally an episode where she makes Jerry over, and and then it looks like Amy actually looks in real life. Yes, and, like. Completely she's fucking. Beautiful. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Like I've had a huge crush on her for years. Yeah. And uh, I remember she was she was promoting I think her first book at uh, the Jimmy Kimmel show. And uh, Sarah called me up one day and she's like, "Guess who's at Jimmy Kimmel?" Because Sarah knows it's my favorite show. Yeah. She's like, "Amy Sedaris is there." She's like, "Do you want to meet her?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> and so we went over and met her in the in the makeup room, and uh, I. Could barely talk. I was like such a dumbass. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like felt so fucking stupid when I left. But um, in like three seasons, uh, you guys were so fucking gypped. I love that. I love that. I always feel happy when somebody comes up to me that loves ginger candy because I feel like it didn't get a lot of love when it was on, and it's still you know it's still like a cult thing. It's not yeah. like a ton of people. And I'm a fan. It's the yeah. only thing of mine that I will, you know, I will, I will watch it sometimes. Not because episodes that I'm not on. I just, yeah. I love, I yeah. love the show. When I was making it, I don't know if I understood it. I knew that it was funny, but I didn't love it as much as I love it now. And I can see that. I can see it being really confusing because each episode is so different. Um, yeah, it, it's it's hard. And I hope people listening to this aren't actually know what I'm talking like if you have never seen this show you shouldn't even be listening to my fucking podcast because that's fucking weird to me but for like people who are really young you know like I I, I'm friends with Ellen Page and I think Mm -hmm. I turned her on to Strangers with Candy like Mm -hmm. because she's pretty young and I think she was you know probably in high school when it was on and like not really aware of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's on she Hulu loves now, it now, I guess. I, somebody told me last week that it's on, all the episodes are on Hulu. Oh, but you guys got so gypped, like, them just pulling the plug. And they didn't, from what I understand, Comedy Central didn't, like, officially cancel it. It was yeah, just kind of, it just kind of went away. They just never. It's not, it has still not been canceled. It hasn't been canceled. <laughs> but you know the story of, of what the last episode is amazing. I, I, it's one of my favorite things yeah. is because is in the last episode, we were uh, the story is that there is they're shutting down the high school they're turning the high school into, into a, a mall. mall yeah and but no one is telling the teachers yeah. that they're turning it into a mall and we were getting there was there was a there was a show that was coming on 
Comedy Central called Strip, Strip Mall, Mall. Yeah, that was replacing us, and so oh, that's, that's so what weird. that was. About. That was what. That's what. That's why they wrote that, is because. <laughs> There was, it was like oh. this, they were doing advertising or something it was coming up and we weren't I think that they thought they were, it was going to take Strangers Can I think it did actually take our place so it was actually yeah. true like they, they were shutting down the high school for a mall but they weren't I remember shooting that episode where they saw it and told us they were cancelled I mean well yeah they've never told yeah. anyone that it was cancelled yeah <laughs> yeah our yeah. show met with an ending that was like Sarah you know I think met with the head of Comedy Central is like, I. she's like, just tell us. I don't want to be like Amy Sedaris where you don't ever fucking tell me my show is canceled. You know what I mean? So they at least told us we were... They did that. She <laughs> they did at least had the dis- decency to tell us that we got canceled. Uh, it's yeah. such a bummer. It's yeah. such... And there hasn't been a show like it. Yeah, no, it's really it's it's the the, the like the longer I I go away from it, I, I the more I appreciate it because it's so, it's 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 so I I love I can see why people like it so much. I yeah. I I like it that it makes me happy to watch it. And, and it, yeah, no, go ahead. I was gonna say like I I can't remember what the it was gonna be a different show. Like I I'm the uh, the I don't know if you've seen the pilot, but everybody plays a whole bunch of different characters. And I was originally going to play a lot of different characters. Like, I was going to play, the, I think, the second episode or something is a retarded person that eats cake, <laughs> retards eat cake, there's yeah, something like I that. that. And I was going to play that part, but then they decided that we were all just going to play the characters that we... Yeah, recurring characters. Yes. I didn't know that. I don't, I don't remember what the pilot was. I don't remember what episode, what happened in the pilot. I don't either, but I, what, I don't even know if the pilot is the is the actual first episode. I think it is, but... but it's all there's a I think Amy plays a whole bunch of different characters Paul Danello and Stephen Colbert play a whole bunch of different characters I think only Greg Holloman uh, Principal Black Man amazing <laughs> amazing amazing Principal Black Man Black Man uh-huh. oh, I'm gonna, this is gonna make me completely watch the whole show all over again it's so I good I don't know it doesn't sound bad that I love it so much my own show I mean no I, I love I love it I love like, Sarah's show like crazy like yeah, I don't me too. you know I think you know when something's good yeah like we've all worked on stuff where we're like I'd rather not talk about it you know what I mean yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so now you have another fucking awesome show with like Amy Sedaris is probably one of my female comedic heroes mm-hmm. like her and Sarah yeah and honest to God like one of my biggest comedic influences like of have adored him since I was younger is Chris Elliott yeah and now you're working on Eagleheart yeah yeah and you guys are all done shooting that We're right now we done shooting it yeah it's all and do you know if you're getting a, another season no no if you don't get another season I'm gonna be so really? fucking mad <laughs> <laughs> because I think that's one of those shows where I could actually, you know... See it not. Yeah. And also, you know, I have enough connections. I think I could get a guest spot. <laughs> Just selfishly speaking. But it's fucking great. How did yeah, you... How I, did you I, get... I, I, I felt like... I felt proud of it when I was... You know, when we were done with it, I thought, oh, this is a good show. I'm, I'm, I can I can go out. And it's... I, I like doing... Like, I did an episode of Children's Hospital, but I like doing those 15-minute shows. They're so, like, quick to shoot. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Adult Swim, I think, has it nailed. I think they're... They're kind of beating Comedy Central in the comedy department. Yeah, then those eleven minutes, it's it. It is you get you get a nugget of. I mean, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really know. I just watched Tim and Eric, but I really had never seen anything. Yeah. Uh, now now I've seen Children's Hospital. I've really never. I yeah. Don't, I don't. I don't have. Um, I don't say this like a jerk. I don't like, have a TV. I don't have a TV. You really don't have a TV. <laughs> I don't have a TV, but I don't mean it like I don't like I don't have a TV. I what mean do you it like, do at night? <laughs> Honest to God, when I'm bored, I'm like, at least I have a TV. I don't know. I don't know why I need to get one. It's not like a. It's not like a point. It's not like being a vegetarian where I'm like, I'm a. You veg- just haven't gotten around to getting one. Yeah, and, and like every time I say it, I sort of hope someone says, "Oh, I have an extra TV," or like, I don't have any feeling that's a, it's bad to have a TV. I watch a lot of. 
I watch stuff on the internet. Yeah. You know, oh, so I, I feel weird. like I. What? It's so weird yeah. not to have television? I've never had. No, it's not weird. I've never had I, cable. I know a lot of people that, at least you're not one of those people that are like, uh, kill your television. Television is bad. I mean, most television is bad, but yeah. I can't imagine not having one. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't, but I, but I have the, but I watch, you know, I watch enough stuff. Do you have like HBO? Do you have all the, no. See, basically, cause I am renting Ken Marino's guest house upstairs. So I basically, my cable is whatever they get. You know what I mean? Uh I'm like snaking cable off of their (laughs) service upstairs. So they don't have any of the pay channels. Uh Uh-huh. I see. Which bums me out. Yeah. So you're behind on your... Whatever's on HBO. Yeah, or, any kind of shows like HBO, any HBO shows, I have to, uh, I have to get or Showtime. I have to, you know, rent the DVDs or yes. get them on iTunes. Yes, yes. iTunes is great though. I I have Apple TV, so I can just watch it on my regular TV. Yeah, I'm behind with all that stuff. Sorry. Me and my TV talk. <laughs> but how how did you did you have to audition for uh, Eagle Heart? No, I didn't. Because uh, uh, I knew a lot of the, I knew those guys, and I did. I did an actual. Um, uh, I did a, a a small part in the um, the pilot, which is totally different than the than the show. Well, not totally different, but it's a different. It's it's like there's like a show within a show. So yeah, did, so, they didn't air that, did they? They never aired it, and I don't even think they finished it. Actually, I don't. I think it's. I think it's like half edited. Ooh, maybe it'll turn up somewhere. <laughs> I like the idea of that. Though I heard that too. That it was a show about the making of a show. Mm-hmm. It was him, like a Chuck Norris sort of show, and I was his. I played sort of a totally different part. I played like his. Well, not totally different, but like his sort of long-suffering um, assistant. Yeah. That he would just like, you know, craft on all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sort of what my. My comedic <laughs> role is. I feel like I was. I was looking through. I was looking through um, um, uh, Facebook, and I was like, I was looking through like p- pictures that people had posted of me. And there's yeah. one of my first play called Egad What a Cad, uh-huh. and. And there's and I played this this nurse called Constance Hope, yeah. and there was this like uh, creepy guy, and there's a picture of me basically doing the same thing I've done in every cup, like just basically like getting, getting grossed out or like rolling my eyes yeah. or like ew from yeah. this this so in like sixth grade I was basically playing Tammy Little Nut. <laughs> That's all right. That's not a bad part to be cast in though. No. Every everyone needs that. You're perfect on that show. You and Brett Gelman are like fucking great he's together he's so funny he's did you so know I, him from when you lived in New York no oh yes I had I, I met him once where I thought I insulted him cause I met him at a bar and he does that little bit of luck person yeah and I said I met him and I said oh wow you don't look anything like that person <laughs> and he said oh I don't look anything like that disgusting human being yeah yeah and then I, I didn't talk to him for a year, but in my mind I thought, oh, that's oh, that's one of the people that hates me. I burned me. a bridge. I, yeah. I hates my guts now. <laughs> Had you met Chris at all before this? No. No. No, never. I. Oh, he's the no. best, right? Yeah, he's the best. I mean, I had... I... I I have a friend that I from from high school. My friend Lance Fensterman, uh-huh. who uh, who I feel like got me into a lot of comedy. Yeah, and he he was the one he loved. He loved Get a Life. Yeah. He loved Chris on Letterman. Yeah, uh. and so I knew all those shows. And I I watched when I got I watched Get a Life again when I got this job. Yeah, and it it totally holds up. Still, yeah, like, they should they need to put that on. They should put it on Adult Swim. They that's a great idea. Somebody should buy it. That's it's a great idea. It's a fucking wow. shame that it's just sitting in vaults somewhere and like there's DVDs out of it, but not like full, you know. Oh, is there? There's not full, you know, like season DVDs. It's yeah. like episode one and six, you know, and it's if you want to find it, you have to find VHS, old VHS. And uh, there's, a, there's there's one or a couple episodes at least on YouTube. That's where I saw it. Yeah. That's so there. fucking good. My. When I was working on the, the Jimmy Kimmel show, I, I was writing for the show, and um, 
uh, I was just not fitting in. Like I was just not like made to write for a talk show, and it was just kind of brutal for me the whole time I was there writing. And um, nothing against Jimmy or the show. It was just yeah. like I was not cut out to do that. Yeah. And uh, towards the end of my run there as a writer, I remember uh, Steve O'Donnell, the head writer, coming in and saying, we're having Chris Elliott on the show next week. He wants to do a sketch. So everyone, it was like on a Friday, he's like, uh-huh. everyone pitch you know, one or two ideas and leave them in my inbox before uh-huh. you leave for the weekend. And everyone was just like, I got to get out of here. And just wrote something down. And, and like, I stayed there for like three hours. <laughs> and I made a huge list. I made like a list of like 10 sketches. Uh-huh. 10 ideas for sketches and then I was was like I just gotta fuck because you know when you get a sketch you know on the show you get to basically be the director of it you get to like be the writer you know associated with the sketch and you're down there while they're doing it and uh, so uh, Monday Steve came in the office and was like oh AG uh, Chris liked your idea about blah 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 he was like and I was like I was like oh my god so and it was the highlight of my time there was like doing that one sketch with Chris yeah he was amazing so awesome yeah yeah there's nobody like him somebody like him really funny and it was also his his daughter Abby's first time on TV was during that that show too oh really was it, was, uh, it wasn't the was same. It, show? Was it, it, it was, wasn't it was the like, same sketch that I did, but he did another thing where he came out for the interview. And he's like, "Oh, my daughter's an actor too," and he's, he's like, "You know, anyone wants to hire?" And they had the curtains open up on the side of the stage, and she was sitting on a chair that was on a rotating stand. So she was spinning the whole time he was out there giving his interview. She was off on the <laughs> side in a chair that was just spinning around in a very tight circle. And then at the end of the interview, she starts puking all over the place. And it was so fucking funny. (laughs) I actually had met, I didn't think of this, but I had met her before I met Chris. Oh. Because she was in New York. Yeah. We were both in New York at the same time. We were both actors in New York. And so we'd see each other at auditions um, uh, sometimes. But I never, I think maybe I introduced myself. But yeah. um, um, And I was a fan of, I was a fan of her. She's totally, she's so sweet. And, uh, um, and I was a fan of hers. Like I had seen, I had seen some of her impressions before she had like her YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. Before she had, I'm glad they're finally starting to use her a lot more on the show. Yeah. Me too. Me too. (laughs) Fucking up. So now, I mean, now when did you finish shooting the uh, Eagle Hearts? Um, in the... It's been a while. It's been a while, like September, November, September. So I've, you know... Just, what are you, what's a Maria Thayer up to now? <laughs> well, pilot, pilot season's pilot basically season. almost over. I did, um, I did a, um, uh, another person that I really love working with, I did a pilot with uh, Larry Charles oh, last year. Oh, fuck, are you kidding me? Uh, and then I did another one with him this year. Um, I love uh, Larry Charles. Oh. Before Sarah uh, did her Comedy Central show, she wrote a pilot with Larry Charles. Oh, you're Before the Sarah Silverman program. And I want to say it was for HBO. And uh, I was in that one as well. But, like, we never, it never got as far as shooting it. It only got to, like. You didn't make it work with him. It only got to, like, the table read part. So, you know, I met him a few times and he's. He's a he's out there, man. Just oh. like would show up to meetings in his torn up sweatpants and just doesn't give a shit no. what anybody thinks. No, he is my favorite. I love so him. fucking nice. And yeah. I hadn't really seen him like this was probably eight or nine years ago, and uh, I hadn't seen him since the table reads. And uh, I ran into him at a, an art gallery showing, like you know, maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. and he completely remembered me and was like so fucking not like he came up to me and was just like, "Hey man, how's it going?" And <laughs> that dude is awesome. Yeah, he's worked with everybody. He's had all the amazing like uh, uh, Bob Dylan stories. Yeah, and you know, he's worked with all these amazing. Yeah, he's worked with. He's he's a big Chris fan. He's like he's worked with Chris too. What is it? This may have stopped recording. Hold on, Jesus Christ. No, we're still recording. Okay. Oh, thank God! This is going to be a good, good point in there. I hit it. <laughs> this is a good edit point. No, I hit, I hit a button with my arm. And it, I, it sounds like I'm so. Looks like I'm so quiet. No, it'll stop. Oh, okay. still oh, sound there I good. am. I see. 
Well, this is a good episode, Maria. I was really, I, I, I did a, um, what is that big block? Did I yell at that point? A big I think it's uh, just a, a, a long, solid sound. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, wait, I'm going to stop this, and I'm going to look at what that block, <laughs> that dark block of sound is. Hold on. It, um, it looks yeah. like it's recording. Yeah. We jumped back. I just started the recording again, and it kind of went back a few seconds, so I may have cut off the last couple of seconds where I said, I'm going to stop right now and check <laughs> this out. But it, everything's fine. Sorry. Yeah. I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about. I don't remember either. Larry Charles? Larry Charles. Um, what was the pilot you did with him? Oh, it was this, it never, got, it was, it was this um, all improv pilot about nerds, about, um, I loved it. Yeah. Um, it was about uh, um, sci-fi nerds in a small town that cool. are making a movie. Yeah. Um, and there, the way we shot it, it was really, it was an NBC pilot, but it was, it was, with when we did Strange with Candy, they didn't spend any money on that. That like I remember, we all changed all guys and girls. I remember like Stephen Colbert and I changing in the same room, which was a room full of windows. It was like there Whoa. was no trailer. There was no. It was very very Wait, for the movie or for 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 the, the TV, TV show. show. Oh, yeah, yeah. We shot we shot in this like this this school that you couldn't go upstairs because if you went upstairs the the um. The um, it, the 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 ceiling was rotting, so you might fall through. It was like really Whoa. horrible, horrible place, um um, and and uh, no money at all. And this pilot, for NBC, usually the pilots, you know, they spend a trillion dollars, and you have you know, yeah. you get all this. This one, for some reason, was it was produced by Mick G, and it was, but it yeah. was, we didn't have any. <laughs> there's no trailers. There was no. Um, there was hardly craft service. There was one day that we 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 shot it for a week. There was one or two days when we shot in this warehouse that there was one bathroom Ugh. for everybody, and it was for men and men and women, and it looked like a prison bathroom. All the seats, toilet seats, had been ripped off. Oh, what the fuck! This was a network pilot. <laughs> network pilot, and uh, and and so I mean I'm not a fancy I'm not fancy pants so I don't I didn't really care. I mean it was tire it was sort of tiring to like not ever have like, but it was but it was it was fine. I loved it so much, but it was um we shot the way that we shot it was. It, there was a lot of cameras shooting all over the place. It wasn't just one camera. It was yeah. like sort of like a curb your enthusiasm. But uh, we were shoot in the, in the pilot. We were shooting a movie, so the characters were shooting a movie. So they're just basically they're just cameras everywhere that were always going. Yeah. When when they called action, all the cameras went. Does oh that make any sense? Yeah, absolutely. So because the the because uh, Larry Charles had done the Borat movies. Um, uh, I mean the, the uh, uh, Borat. Yeah. Uh, uh, movies and Bruno. And Bruno. Uh, um, I started thinking, oh my god, You're being this punked. is a reality show about desperate actors, and how. Oh no. And that we are, like, how. What will they put up with? Yeah. What will they put up with? And like, and they they think that they're making a pilot, but they're really <sighs> making this. That wasn't it, though, was it? No, of course not. You're just paranoid. I just paranoid. Uh, but there was one evening where I was like, I, oh my God, this might be it. And I remember telling people we were all shit. getting our makeup done, you know, in some, it was like Strange with Candy, kind of, kind of like in some like crappy, broken office building way, way out of town, yeah. you know, with like <laughs> mirrors, you know, like not, and, um, and Strange of Candy, that that was part of the. I mean, we were part of we were Comedy Central. This was a network, you know, McGee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just like, a, it sh and every and I started to freak everybody out. But of course, it wasn't that. Was it Larry was. directing it? Larry was directing it. Uh, so yeah. what else now? What else, what, it, so what else is going on? Because I think pilot season's over now. Pilot like, season's over. So, so nothing. I'm just, I'm just like. I'm just hanging around, I guess. Keeping I'm, it real. I'm keeping it real. <laughs> My podcast schedule is, you know... Uh, open? It's open. <laughs> Wait, so you did the Comedy the Death Ray podcast? Yeah, but I was so... Shit, that bums me out. I like having I people that have... Nervous. I want to I try and... I barely did it, though. I barely spoke. And when I did speak, I, 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 I was apparently not close to the microphone. I, I couldn't... I, I was really... You were really self-conscious about it. Oh, I was horrible. Horrible. I think this one was great, man. We've gone like, well, I can't tell how much time, but this has been a long one, close to an hour. 
Oh, the, I, I've had ones go like 20 minutes where really I just like just, give up where I'm like <laughs> but usually those are just me and by myself yeah well then you're, then you're self-generating I, I listened to one and I thought it was funny yeah it, they're hilarious <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding my but podcast is, is great it is there's something about speak, I get nervous when I speak into a microphone there's something which that sounds uh, weird but uh, I or like I, I get like I've had when I've um, sometimes done things like at, at UCB where I spoke speaking to a microphone or I had did this thing with literary death ray where I I just and my personality when I, I, I when I'm self conscious is not is not a pleasant personality. Yeah, you just gotta not think. Like we did a show at at UCB together. The uh, oh yeah shit show. That, that's right. That's Was that right. Rob Hubel's show. Yeah. Where that people was... go and show like the worst stuff that they've been in. Yeah. What? And you... I didn't have a lot of shit because not saying that I work on nothing but good. It's just because I haven't done that much shit. Yeah. Um, I think I I showed a, a series of Pennzoil commercials that I did. I was kind oh, of the yeah, spokesperson. Right. They for, were they were they were good. Uh, they were well received. They I were remember. so horrible. I and sh- what did you show? I showed a I showed a clip of um, was it a like movie. a Lifetime movie or an Oxygen? It was, a, it was a Wii movie. Is that a is that a channel? Ox- no, it was an Oxygen movie. You're right. It was an Oxygen movie with with Laura Prepone. Yeah, uh, from that '70s show. Oh, man, and and uh, called uh, "Romance and the Bride," and <laughs> Carrie Fisher played. And I told Carrie Fisher stories. Oh, that's right. But at- oh, I remember that, and the stories were amazing. Yeah, I just told one, but I realized afterwards yeah. that the story I told—it's basically was a lie. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what about? I'll like, tell the story. Should I tell the story? It's yeah. real short. Yeah, is that is that um, is that uh, the first day of Carrie Fisher played my mom and um, me and Laura's mom, Laura and I's mom. I don't know how to say it. And uh, and she uh, the first day of shooting, she. Uh, um, came we were setting up lights and we were in Acapulco and she came and sat down to me and I swear it was one of the first maybe the maybe she got introduced to me but this must have been like the second thing she said to me was guess what which three of these four people no which one of these four people I haven't fucked yeah and then she said four people yeah and <laughs> I remember this story now. It was amazing. <laughs> and then, and then, but what's weird about it is um, I misspoke, and one of the people I'll t- wasn't one, on the list. Wasn't on the list, and I put him. I, I I said Steven Spielberg, and I don't. That wasn't somebody on the list. So I basically. Oh my like, god! So all the people at that theater thought that she had fucked Steven Spielberg, <laughs> including me. I thought that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But she was amazing. She, like, she's, she's incredible, incredible. Like, she really gives it, she really, like, she is an entertainer. Like, yeah. she will, she told uh, Star Wars stories to all of us. A, she, there was, uh, she told, you know, that guy that, that died in her bed, you know. What? There was a, there was a, there was a guy, like, some. I'm Googling this right now. <laughs> Someone died in her Someone bed Someone died that she in fucked? her bed. No, I think she might have, but I think he was gay. Uh, but her husband was gay, ended up being gay. But it wasn't her husband. She married and had a child, I think, with a gay man. <laughs> I'm Googling this shit. <laughs> and then, yeah. But there was a big... She also had a... Um, Gawker, here we go. The incredibly true tale of the dead gay Republican in Carrie oh, Fisher's bed. Oh, yeah, I bed. forgot that he was a Republican. Uh... It, and just the first sentence of this story, of this article is normally when a gay man dies of an overdose in the bed of an actress in Beverly Hills the day before the Oscars, no one bats so much as an eyelash. A quick call to an agent has the body disposed of in the desert within hours. What? But when that actress is Carrie Fisher and the gay man is an election-fixing Republican operative, the story goes from a casual, hey, that's a shame, over morning coffee to, holy shit, Ron, find out who has the fucking rights to this and get them on the fucking phone yesterday, and why is there equal in my coffee, you no, you no good desk monkey piece of shit. What the wow. fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. That happened. 
And she like was fully like telling the whole crew about it. R. Gregory Stevens is the name of the guy. Yeah. Yeah, and like how he they you know they I think they've been doing drugs or he'd been doing drugs or you know her 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 driver at that on that uh, on that set was named Chewy. <laughs> was it not? It's just really? like like, like a coincidentally completely unrelated yeah. to Chewbacca. Yeah, she was great. She wouldn't stay for. She was one of those actors that wouldn't stay for her lines off camera. Lines. Off camera, which was annoying because that I sucks. had to like. If you remember, like at that 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 shit show, the scene is at the end of the scene. I just have one line at the end of the scene. I mean, it was throughout, but that's and I say something like uh, something totally like I'm. If you don't to my to Carrie Fisher, if you don't let this happen, I'm gonna marry a Mexican too. Oh yes. Uh, because Lord Prepona is marrying a Mexican, but it's horrible, and it's and especially out of context, it seems like so racist. <laughs> but I had to say that to a Mexican person oh. who was standing in for was Gary it Fisher. Chewy? No, it wasn't Chewy. Oh. His name was Oscar. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> fucking amazing. But she was the only actress that I've ever had that 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 has done that I that mean, it's didn't like a, stick around yeah except for she had a scene where she got to slap someone and she stayed for every take of that of course yeah was it Laura Prepon no it was the guy but please don't make me remember his name oh I won't so, but that's good casting though because you and Laura Prepon are both redheads both, she was a blonde she told me I remember her telling me that like she was blonde at that point and I said why'd you dye your hair and she said oh redheads don't work in Hollywood <laughs> she said that to you yeah that's fucking lame <laughs> Oh, really? What have you done lately? <laughs> um, I think she still must be a blonde because I think she's playing Chelsea Handler in the Chelsea... Chelsea Handler, that's a person, right? Yeah. She's a... That's a person. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a person. Ch- from Chelsea Lately. Yeah, so she's so she's there's a Chelsea Handler um, pilot where it's like young Chase, Ch- young Chelsea Handler and Laura Pre- Prepone is play- or whatever her yeah. name is playing her. According to Deadline Hollywood. I can see that. I can see a similarity. Yeah. Well, good for both of them. <laughs> you and I have this podcast. That's something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's still recording. I'm, now I'm paranoid that, that something gonna, got that cut out. Gonna, but I think it's all good. This, this got a lot of... I, I have, a, I have an empty, empty uh, plate. I'll, I'll come back and... Anytime. And, and talk um, some more if nothing recorded. <laughs> yeah, now, I, now I'm starting to blank out on everything because I'm worried. But, I mean, it's a good place to end on. I mean, okay. I think we did, like, over an hour. Okay, good for us. This is the longest yeah. I've ever talked to you. You're a great being. guest. You're a great guest. And you're my f- only guest from Strangers with Candy. So that's fucking huge. Next time Orlando's out here, we should come out and... Yes. I would love that. Too. Absolutely. Both of you. Do more of it. T- Tammy and Tammy Little Nut in Orlando. Orlando, yeah. Orlando the uh, Filipino. Yeah. That was so fucking. I love the running gag of her just like thinking he was basically a thinking he was just from a a fucking country of monkey people and like she she is the most disgusting human on the world on the planet and she's like basically putting him down like the whole episode. <laughs> And he just has this undying love for her, and she's just like, oh, boo-hoo, you pan-faced chimp. Like, what the fuck? And is there something really funny about that, that like, that no, nothing... Like, I remember even as an actor, because I was so I was right at drama school, so I was like, I want to make sense of everything, and they would not never make sense. Like, some episodes I really... I was Amy's best friend. Yeah. Sometimes I hated her. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes she made me uncomfortable. <laughs> you know? I don't... That's the other thing. She... She hated Orlando, who was in love with her, but she always just wanted to fuck your character. Like, it was so fucking weird, man. Uh, it's my favorite show. And every everybody was gay on the show, too. It's like, yeah. Noblet, Sarah, Jelly Noblet, Neck. Jelly Neck, Sarah, uh, the, the gym teacher. Yeah. I guess that's it. But every, that's, that's, that's Mr. Like Blackman, the, Principal Blackman was definitely not gay. Principal, I was definitely not gay. Oh, God. 
That show is so. I'm so <laughs> glad you did this podcast. That show is so great. Thank you for asking me. I'm really. It was very. It was fun. Um, I don't know. This will be up at some point tonight, uh, and I don't know what episode number this is, but it's like 41 or two. I wow, think. Wow, it's a lot of podcasts. Um, so thanks, Maria, for doing this. Thanks, You've been an amazing guest, and um, you can come back anytime. Thank you. Anytime you're bored. I mean, this has been like kind of in the works for a while. We've had a couple near misses yeah. and. Uh, yeah cancellations but uh we finally made it happen yeah i'm glad we did and um i won't make any loud noises when you're leaving i don't want you to fall on the ground and (laughs) freak out very very fragile uh so thank you maria and um thank you everyone for listening and we'll catch you next time Bye. bye all right that was a great episode thank you maria i still don't know what was in the episode because i'm recording this outro right after i did the intro But uh, I remember the episode being awesome. So uh, thanks for listening to the whole thing. Uh, Please uh, click subscribe and uh, get all my episodes uh, on iTunes. And remember, go to the the link on Feral Audio uh, for any Amazon purchases you might want. And um, that's it. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for uh, another one coming up in another week or so. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. entertainment designed just for you then check out customizable streaming tv from xfinity it makes your life simple easy awesome xfinity gives you customizable streaming tv options enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your tv with x1 go to xfinity.com call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more restrictions apply 